Max Dungeon. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Beta Max Dungeon with me, Mark Fortune, and me, Jamie. Hello Mark, evening listeners. You need to sort that out. It's a while. Well, you said me, Jamie, like you were going to say a surname and then didn't. Yeah, but that's, that's I'm still maintaining that I know that's, aura that's of... fine, but don't say it like you're going to say it. I didn't know that I was doing that. Well, you did. Anyway, welcome everybody to this week's Christmas edition. Is this the Christmas or New Year edition? It was betwixt. This is the black hole edition. Yeah, it's that shitty week in between where everyone's like fed up of their presence and wants to go back to work. I'll never get and fed up with socks, mate. Dreading January. January's a shit month. Everyone hates January. Well, let's keep uh, the nation. Oh, hang on. Sorry. <laughs> Swear jar is still operational. It is. Well, I was going to say, let's keep everybody's peckers up, but I can't say peckers. I can't say pecker, can't I? Well, I've said it three times now. I think that's an that's a word. word. Yeah. It's not an effing swear, is it? No. No. Let's keep everybody's peckers up for the new year. With yeah. some joyful fun. I know how to get everybody happy. Let's talk about some torture down in the dungeon. What have you been looking at this week that's going to be disgusting? I've had a good ferret around. Of a, there's more stuff. That I've moved out of rooms and I've explored a little more. Sorry, can I interrupt for a second? Did you leave it for Christmas Day, at least? Tell me you went in there on Christmas Day. No, 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 I, I wasn't here. I haven't, I've been spending less time in it. After my throat got mangled by that... Was it a... What was it? Was it a box, wasn't it? That's right. It was a weird little box that spewed... I can't remember what I said. It was a weird little box that spewed stuff. I'm still just recovering over that. The yeah. hallucinations are gone. I don't even know you had... Oh, yeah, yeah, hallucinations, yeah. Well, I had... was seeing rats with giraffe faces. Yeah, I haven't seen them anymore. So, you know, over Christmas, I had a bit of a break. My throat is slightly recovering. The visions are occurring less. Can you describe any of these visions this week? That you know, just gnarly monsters and... Oh, that, that's fine. Not, not, yeah, just... Where are you seeing these gnarly monsters? Everywhere, I'm seeing them everywhere, Mark. <laughs> so they're coming down and you're seeing them everywhere. Yeah, no, I'm almost back to normal now. Like I said, the visions are at a bare, bare minimum. So I ventured back into the dungeon. Yeah. And I, uh, I, found, I found the lever room, which was interesting. Okay, rewind. Let's go back to the leather room. Sounds very. Uh... It just—it's where all the leather kit is. In I mean, I don't know why, but people that work in dungeons, they—they've uh, always worn leather stuff. Have they? I think they have, haven't they? You, if you think of an ex- classic executioner's hood, well, he's only got a bag on his head. A bag? Yeah. He's got a leather hood on his head. Has he? I can't. When have you ever seen him with a bag on? Well, when have you ever seen him with a leather? On? I've never seen an executioner. But if you've never seen an execution, no, no, never. <laughs> but if you see it, you know, if you see films, they yeah. generally got like a leather, leather and dungeons. I think has always been kind of synonymous. Sexy. I, I don't find it sexy, Mark. I'm just saying that where you have dungeons, you generally get leather. And I found the room of leather. There's some crazy is shit like, in that. Are you sure it's not like a sex dungeon? I don't think so. It didn't what, smell. It just like, like leather trusses and, and whips and shit. Well, there's like hoods. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, like chaps. Stud, a lot of studded Why would stuff. there be chaps in there? Why? Uh, for riding, I guess. I don't know. What? what? Any, any clothing that you can imagine was in there made of leather. I so I, sure, I don't think that's part of the torture dungeon, mate. I think that's somebody's. But it's in one of the cells well, in the dungeon. It sounds like a sex dungeon to me. It's a lot. There's a lot of clothes in there. Any gimp costumes in there? There was one of them. You know, like those big X's. You know, like a like a human sized X that you like can the, get strapped to. Yeah. There's one of them in there. What a wheel, or just a big X? I don't think it moved. It was just like a big X. Right. So you're strapped into it face first, and they whip you back. I don't know about face first. Well, why do would you? they? I don't understand. What it sounds. That, right. They could strap you in any way, I guess. Whichever way, whichever side they want to... Whatever side turns them on, I would imagine. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on from the sex, dirty sex dungeon. We're not talking about that. What, what, what have you well, got? I, didn't, I didn't really find... I didn't come across any particular implement this week. So instead, I've just 
you know, for I would just, as we're in a dungeon, talk about a method, a method of of torture, execution. A method of execution was what I wanted to briefly talk about tonight. Okay. Because, you know, people need to know about the forms of execution. execution Yeah, you know, who doesn't want to know more about that? This one is almost got a bit of a mythological... Okay. It may not actually exist. Okay. You know, it's it's written about, but there's scepticism. The historians are kind of... This is bullshit. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, opinion is divided. Well, when was it supposed to have been written? <coughs> when was it written about? Uh, a long Don't time ago. In a ga- what, a galaxy far, far away? Not that long, long what, time what ago. What do you mean a long time ago? Medieval times? Uh, earlier. Earlier? Yeah, we're talking 900 AD. Well, that's the Dark Ages, isn't it? That probably is sort of medieval time. Isn't it? When's the Dark Ages? Is that when the Romans f- f- pissed off? Oh, shit. <laughs> I tried to change my square. Um, I don't know. I... I'm not big on history, Mark. I'm not that big on horror films. The history, I definitely know nothing about. Okay, what is this? But it's about... Anyway, the the torture method this week, the form of execution, is the blood eagle. That sounds like (laughs) Prometheus. Let me say it again in my husky... I opened a box, stuff poofed in my face. Right. Powdery (laughs) dust... Poofed in you my black face. poof in your face. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the blood eagle. The blood eagle. Yeah. Right. Can I guess what it is? Uh, you might be able is to. Is it like a Prometheus type torture? Didn't he have his guts ripped out by a his liver? Wasn't it by a big eagle? Was it a rock? No, it was a big eagle. R O C. No, it was a big eagle. Okay. And what did Prometheus do? Why was he punished? Because uh, he gave fire to the humans. Yeah, he stole. He stole it. Yeah, he stole it from the gods. Basically, he told him how to make a fire. That didn't pan out well for him. Well, he, 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 he got let go eventually, I think. Anyway, we're getting distracted. Oh, sorry. We're not talking about Greek myths. We could call, talk about Greek myths. Is this a Greek? Is this a Greek form of torture? Well, uh, this is an interesting tangent. Blood eagle. We are talking about the blood right. eagle. What book had the? What book had the uh, alternative title of the modern the modern Prometheus? Oh my God, what is it? No, uh, it was Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, or the modern Prometheus. Uh, sorry, yeah, no, um, that's good. That's a good thing. Go sorry, but you're the blood eagle. Right, what? what, what? It's pretty nasty. Okay. So 900 AD. Yeah, this belongs to Norse mythology. Yeah, like Vikings. Vikings. You know, yeah, yeah Vikings. Is there, was um, there anyone else living right there? Or was it just Vikings? Well, there must have been another culture up there, surely, at some point. Well, they were just Norsemen. Why would there have been another culture there? Well, I don't know. Was it just Vikings? Just It was just the people that lived there, yeah. And that's the way they come from Sweden? Well, the north. I mean, there's... Sweden. Denmark. Iceland. Was that an accent? Were you doing that? I don't yeah. think that the Welsh were considered Norsemen. What are you talking about? That was my Swedish <laughs> accent. And it's a damn fine accent. Uh, I am Sweden. Have you ever mistakenly called a Norwegian person Swedish? Did I get offended as... Oh, my God. Yeah. Did Don't they? do it. Oh, yeah. They'll, they literally will beat you to the ground. Do they get all punchy about it? They can do. Is it that bad a rivalry? Or maybe if it's the other way around. Maybe if you accuse a Norwegian of being Swedish. Or... Do you reckon it's one side? It's very one-sided. Like one side gives a shit, and the other side is. Hang on, it, Denmark's right up there, isn't it? Is it Denmark, Norway? It, yeah, just don't get any of them confused. Um, but yeah, the Norsemen. So the Blood Eagle. Basically, what they would do, uh, they'd get you on hands and knees, on your back. They would cut a shape that would. Res- vaguely resemble the shape of an eagle right Right. and then they would meticulously remove your ribs oh christ right yeah ouch oh god i know where this is going well i think it would probably kill you i think having (sighs) i don't get how this is why it seems made up because it's just when they spread your ribs out your back well they 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 remove your ribs and then they pull your lungs out through your back through your back how can they get your lungs out they're all like Chipped him around the front. Well, this is why it may very well be just like, you know, bullshit. Uh, but yeah, they remove your lips, they pull your lungs through your back, 
and sort of spread them out behind you, oh, right. like some kind of gory avant-garde accordion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blood eagle. Um, have you seen Midsummer? Yeah, has that got a blood eagle? I think that is a, I think that is a blood eagle that occurs to one of the characters in that, and he's still alive. I think, I think he's still breathing, but his lungs have been. He may have fungi growing in his eyes, which is isn't a part of it. Maybe that was just a bit of artistic. Well, you're breathing. License. How is he breathing? Through his lungs. Yeah, but you need your diaphragm to breathe. Uh, you still got that. Huh? Yeah, but you, well, they took his diaphragm out as well. I don't know where where is your diaphragm exactly? What's well, that thing that? that pushes your lungs up and down? It's not you. You don't. You know. You don't. Your lungs just sat there. Your diaphragm does all the moving. Okay. It moves them in and out like a bellow. I don't know. If you take your lungs away from your bit that moves up and down, you cannot breathe unless unless there's somebody stood behind him squeezing his lungs. Well, I, I'm a bit rusty on anatomy, Mark. It's been a while <laughs> since I've looked through my records. <laughs> Right, why are we even talking about this? This isn't even in here. What, the bloody eagle? Yeah, this isn't... Is there evidence of this in this dungeon? Yeah. Is there? I found some papers. What do you mean? Some papers from 900 DC? BC? I don't know. AD. They, I don't know they were from then. DC, they, it's like a comic. I think they were, I think they were maybe written in the 1940s. Right. Okay. Yeah, just, you know... Right, whilst you are... It just, it, there's a lot of stuff in here about... Torturing. Torture, murder, death... Mutilation. It, it is a, a dungeon. Yeah. You know, and there is also shitload of Betamax tapes. Right. I'm unearthing so many. You know what I found the other day? What did you find? Black Christmas, 1974. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. I still can't find that puppy. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> I know it's here somewhere. Maybe well, for next Christmas. I've got one more question about the dungeon before we leave. Right. Right. We're, we're not leaving. Well, well, before we move on to the next part of the podcast. Now listen, when you're up having your family Christmas, what's this dungeon discussed? My family prefer not to talk about it. It's like a dirty secret, do you know what I mean? Well, I don't understand. Well, you know I was telling you about Lenore, my great aunt? Yeah. Well, neither I'm my mum... you remember the name. Of course I do, she's my great aunt. Yeah. Lenore. Lenore. But you didn't know her. So she was your grand... Well, this is a weird thing. No one knew her. My mum and my dad, they don't remember her being part of the family in any way i always thought like she was like my mum's side and my mum said no she was on your dad's side and my dad said no she was never on my side so i'm not even sure she was a distant relative of the family but how did you get the keys? if anything mark the mystery is just deepening so where did you get the keys from then the solicitor they just popped around, so these are from your dead Lenore. Well, there was a whole process, Mark. I don't want to bore people. It was very bureaucratic. I had to go and see people, sign shit. I only got good when I got the keys. And then, well, hey, I got a massive dungeon. <laughs> I got a massive dungeon. I don't understand why you, you, you're you going through this process like it's a normal thing, like people get left dungeon dungeons. People get left stuff. Yeah, people don't get left at fucking dungeons. Who gets well, left a dungeon? Well, it just came with a property. What property? Well, there's no property. There isn't. It's just it's a just dungeon. Fucking, you've got a hole in the grave full of murdering stuff. It was built on an old Indian rest- restaurant. <laughs> that much I do know. <laughs> what is it? The old, is it, <laughs> is it built on the old Taj Mahal? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, that's all I know. But there's nothing. There's nothing above. It's all subterranean. It's all. Yeah, we you know, can't underground. We can't divulge where this was. Um, no, because we no, don't no. want people coming down and uh, breaking in and murdering themselves on these these because it is pretty dangerous down there. This this box is full of pretty crap. dangerous. Well, yeah, it's it it's deadly, Mark. It's a it's a dungeon. People have died in this dungeon. Yeah, only because people have killed them. You don't die down here accidentally unless you're an idiot. Well, there's no handrails on any of the stairs. Oh yeah, that's a, don't break in, people, because it's a health and safety nightmare. Some of the cobbling is really slippery. Uh, Some of the cobbling? The, on the floor. The cobble, oh, the cobbles, right. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the shoemaker. No, there's no cobbler. There might be. <laughs> I mean, I've not found it. There's a cobbler, cobbler down here. Uh, what film are we doing tonight, Mark? Um, well, we were going to do video, Joe, Jamie, but um, I didn't watch it because I'm a burke. You're so, not a bird, Mark. We didn't think my voice was going to be up to it because of the curse that I, I'm calling it a curse. <laughs> because of my bad throat for a week, 
Um, we weren't going to do anything, but being that it's in, it's betwixt. <laughs> what do you keep saying betwixt? Because it's betwixt the the Christmas period and the New Year period. It'd be an ideal time to do our the Beatmax Dungeon review of twenty twenty one. Yeah, on all the seven films I've watched because I've been busy this year. Well, yeah, we live busy lives. This is what will make it unique to the Betamax Dungeon in that we've not really seen or done anything. It has been a pandemic. There has been a pandemic. I've watched uh, films at the cinema. I think the first... Did I watch Black Widow at the cinema? I think I did. I must have done. What do you think about Black Widow anyway? We'll we'll start with... It's going to be mostly Marvel stuff, I think. I like Black Widow. The movie or the woman? The movie. The character. Um... It's, if I'm being honest, it's middling Marvel, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's middling. I think the problem is, uh, and I have discussed this with my, with my son, who's more the age of this type of film, he thinks, and I think too, that they've gone too cosmic and all the grounded stuff now. Like, doesn't feel... It doesn't feel like it's... Matters. Matters or... Yeah, that's valid. It, it, it's just not spectacular enough. It's, is it spectacular as... You want every film to be like, End game now. Yeah, and it's not going to be like that. No, no. And it's a bit. Yeah, there's no the, all the stuff that hasn't got any mystical stuff in it is a bit. I hear what you're it's, saying. It, it seems a bit dry now and a bit done. It'd be like them. It was. It would be like them uh, releasing the first Captain America now. You'd look at it and go, "Yeah, that's all very well, but Thanos is over there." But that's um, that's an interesting thing to say though. Like twenty twenty one. The whole world is so versed in superheroes now, in the world of superheroes, that um, the, the, the film world is evolving a little bit, the same way that the comics did. But whereas the comics were doing it 20 years ago, now the films are doing it now, and the films kind of following the path that comics did to kind of try and expand it and blow it up and make yeah. it bigger. Do you think it's going in a good direction? Did you see Eternals? No. No, nor did I. Didn't fancy it. It looked like... I, apologies, but it looked like a snooze fest. Yeah. yeah. I don't, and I don't know why. It just looked a bit... I, I mean, it could have been... I mean, I can't, we can't review it because we haven't seen it, but, you know, for doing a film with characters that people aren't in, in the general target... Everyone's heard of Spider-Man. Everyone's heard of Black Widow. Oh yeah, Eternals are not. Prime. Eternals are not. It's a bit like Guardians of the Galaxy, where when that was first released, but that seemed to that seemed to get everyone's attention because it was a there was a tree and a raccoon and there was there was Batista and and Chris Pratt and it seemed to they seemed to have the cast sorted and the I think the creatures I, sorted. It, it seemed a lot more interesting than I think everyone loves seven a, humans in a ship somewhere looking at us. Everyone loves a motley crew of people banding together. Yeah, yeah and that that was what, as it turns out, that was the one thing that I maybe loved about Star Wars, the first Star Wars film. Yeah, you know these were the same Guardians of the Galaxy. These are completely different characters coming at it from different ways, but they find a common goal and band together. Yeah, and I mean. The Eternals may be like that, Mark. I haven't seen it. It may be amazing. I don't know. It might be amazing. And I mean, we should also say, I mean, that director, I've not seen Nomadland. And I'm pretty sure it's the same lady that did that. I can't remember her name. That's how badly prepared I am. But I think she did Nomadland. Yeah. Was that at the start of this year? That did well at the Oscars, I think. I think. Brilliant preparation for this. Well, we're just... (laughs) Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we are winging it here today. Really, I'm always winging it, Mark. I'm always pulling that out of my backside. No, you're not. You're, not, you're normally there with your notes scribbled down on a piece of paper, like John Doe from Seven. I'll put a. Hey, don't <laughs> mention Kevin Spacey to me. <laughs> He's dead to me. He broke my heart. He broke the heart of anyone that. Art, yeah, anyway. Art and artist. <laughs> art and artist. You can, so you can separate it. Anyway. No, you can. Yes, you can. You can't really listen to Gary Glitter now. No, but it's music And you'd shit. never watch an episode of Jim Will Fix It ever again. No, you wouldn't because it was shit. Some of them were good. Well, so if... So you'd never watch Seven again? I'd feel uncomfortable watching it again. Because, wouldn't you? Well, Although he's ideally cast as a demonic uh, serial demonic. killer. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a perfect cast. He's maybe not actually yeah. that bad, but, you know. Yeah. I, so, know, I, know, I know what you mean, but... You know, if I'm not going to mention any names here, but if your favourite movie star 
was caught doing some appalling. I they mean, all, they go, all have. I mean, you could go down a whole road of of 70s rock stars that did awful things but they're still accepted I think the main consensus apart from the, the abhorrent things that Gary Glitter did is his music was shit that's I well well there's certain but I'm not going to it's a matter of opinion I've got to I've got some to, of them were catchy well yeah catchy's not some of them I mean I, it's just, let's get off of this you know I was I reading you know I was names. reading the Elvira biography yeah there's some mind blowing revelations in there. I wasn't prepared for half of the stuff that what, she had horrible things done to her by horrible Hollywood people. Well, yeah, I, but what's so amazing about it is just her kind of attitude to it. Like she's incredibly sort of non-judgmental and just she's sort of able to accept that it was like kind of like the spirit of the times. But when she was a teenager, yeah. I might be wrong, but I'm thinking she was maybe between 13 and 15. She went to the... She wanted to be a bit of a groupie. I mean, she was a kid, but she wanted to be a bit of a groupie. Yeah. Knocked on the door of the yard bird, yard birds. Yeah. Jimmy Page. Yeah. Is in it, yeah. And she had to kind of get away from him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like She describes Jimmy Page's penis. Yeah. It's a brilliant book. Well, that's what I didn't want. I didn't want to go into saying names like that. Well, it's in her book. Oh, I did yeah, She does. I didn't, sorry, Jimmy. I don't. Twenty twenty one, Mark. Well, I did enjoy Suicide Squad, and that ties in a bit to the your, your gang of <laughs> miscreants, Motley Crew. Motley, Everyone loves a Motley Crew. Motley Crew coming together. Suicide Squad is probably my favourite film of twenty twenty one. I think so. I think it's what it's yeah. in my top three anyway. Definitely. What well, would you say was your favourite film of twenty? Well, let's talk about Suicide Squad first. No, okay, but that is my favourite film. Oh, well, I'm more important, so we'll save mine to the end. Okay, all right. All right? Okay. It made me fall in love with Harley Quinn all over again. She's brilliant. Um, the characterisation was really good in Suicide Squad. You kind of... You got each character and how they were slightly yeah. different. Do you reckon they'd done a, done a lot of rewriting for Bloodsport? Because it was originally going to be Will Smith doing his Deadpool... Uh, Deadshot. Wasn't there scheduling issues or... Yeah, I think he was, make, yeah. he was making... I don't know that Will Smith is very good at doing morally ambiguous. You know what I mean? He was probably... Him and Margot Robbie were probably the best things in the original film. I'm not sure he was the best thing. No, I think Boomerang was better. Yeah. That was a shame. What was a shame? Boomerang down in the first act. That was a brilliant... That was a brilliant part of the setup where yeah. you kind of realise none of them are safe. Yeah. This really is a suicide squad. They could all die at any point. That opening salvo on the beach. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, and it sets the... I was elated from that moment and I enjoyed it throughout, you know. that The kind of sense of humour and... Um, what do you think of uh, King Shark? He was funny. Sylvester Stallone, ideally cast, is a mutated shark man they didn't even actually do any cgi that's what sylvester stallone actually looks like now <laughs> that was just him that was just as, him as, as he gets him. out of bed yeah they they taped a fin on his back but yeah other than that that's just him yeah he looks just like that when he's got a shirt off in rocky um i think it's the best film he's been in for a long time isn't it yeah it's no first blood but yeah he was uh, <laughs> i think john cena was great as uh peacemaker as that idiot jock, tighty what you wearing, thinks yeah. he's doing the right thing, Peace and will maker. do anything to do it right. Yeah. Not do it right, just anything to get it done, isn't it? But he, he kind of represents American foreign policy, well, you know? Yeah. I love peace, and I don't care how many men, women, or children, children I need to kill to get it. That part where they go through the jungle, and they, they, they come upon that, they're trying to rescue Flag, aren't they? It's like the gorilla camp. The gorilla, they decimate the gorilla camp. That's fantastic. It's really dark humour, isn't it? Yeah. And Idris Elba is Idris Elba. Are we, uh, this is a, a perfect opportunity to do our Idris Elba impersonations. Go on then. I feel we'd be remiss not to... Go on then. Do you want to go first? I, my voice isn't entire... I need no, to... you're, in, you're in more of a loofer face, <coughs> I think. I don't know that I am. He's just going to keep doing... No, <coughs> no, I'm doing it wrong. Hang on. Right, all right I am going to swear... But for the purposes of the podcast, I'm not going to put a coin in because I'm yeah. quoting. Right. Just, if you're going to shout, lean back. Stop threatening my fucking daughter! I can't do it with my voice. Stop threatening my fucking daughter! That's way better. Stop threatening my... No, I can't. 
Ow, it hurts. Do, it do him as it doesn't hurt, I just can't do it very well. What's he, say, what's he always saying as Luther? He's just going to keep doing it, doing it. It's not going to end. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, okay, that's better than mine. Anyway, he's too old for James Bond. Yeah, he probably he's older than Daniel Craig, isn't he? He's older than me. Those both about my age. You're too old for James Bond, Mark. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not expecting the phone call from Mrs. Broccoli. You could have been a good James Bond twenty not, years ago. Not really. Yeah. I, I was fat and bold then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Suicide Squad. I really liked it. I really like how uh, how twisted the ending was, where essentially you have a pretty lady jumping into a giant eyeball with a javelin and then thousands of rats getting into the eyeball swimming into the veins and basically eating like the eye and the creature from the inside out that's pretty dark what does story say at the end no he says something quite profane didn't he before he dies I don't know I was just floating among the stars oh yeah and then yeah yeah he was happy. He was happy. I was happy, for him. and he was kidnapped. And well, but I mean, yeah, if you, if you, I mean, if you were to pick up a, a DC comic five years ago or ten years ago, and see maybe when you are when the first Iron Man came out, and you thought they're going to make all these comic book films, and you picked up a DC comic and you saw Starro, you'd think, no way, they're never going to do that. Well, yeah, no, he's just. A, I mean, he he was created like sort of Silver Age. I think he was sort of like. I'm pretty sure he was, what, 1960s, late 50s, early yeah. 60s. And he was just a giant starfish with a big eye in his face. But the... I don't think they... They, did, they didn't change him too much for the film, did they? They got the colour right. Well, the whole, he, the whole thing of him is spores. And he is kind of creepy. The whole, the mini spores, like the little starfishes mm. that come out and possess people. I mean, that was that was... I'm pretty sure that was an early part of Starro, even yeah. back in the, like you know, the early days, and that is quite a creepy. It's quite creepy. Yeah, I just think that that they had the balls to to do King Shark, and it didn't look ridiculous. They had the balls to do Starro, and it completely fitted within the aesthetic of the film. The, yeah, cost, yeah, the yeah. costumes were bang on. Yeah, yeah. No, like I said, it was my favourite film of the year. Like five stars, Suicide Squad. I mean, you can't even compare the other film to it. No, you you can't even. It rectified a lot of the mistakes in Killer Croc, in the first one, looked <sighs> terrible, and King Shark was everything that Killer Croc should, should have been. been. Yeah. In the first one, Bloodsport was everything that Will Smith should have been. Yeah. And it actually it took the time to kind of, even if you didn't care about the characters, you at least felt that you understood them, or got where they were coming from. In a in a re- it, and all wrapped up within a you know men on a mission yeah. movie you know yeah. which who's the little little Mexican fellow that gets cooked El Diablo no there's there's the little guy it, suddenly they they've got this like normal bloke helping him out and he gets shot and uh, polka dot man goes oh they shot oh yeah and it's, oh yeah and they go was he still yeah why was he still with us that was a great little bit. Yeah, if only we could remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's part of the group. He's part of the group. He, like, he, yeah. was, he could have just stayed on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have been I fine. Can't, I can't remember his name. I went to the cinema and saw that twice. And there's not many films I've done that. I did that with Matrix Reloaded. That's a terrible film. Well, that's why I went to see it twice, just to make sure. <laughs> just to make sure it was, and it was shit. still pretty bad. I mean, has it ever... That's a swear mark. Oh, sorry. Has there been any movie franchise that has dropped off with the sequel that quickly? Well... The, the, the first Matrix is a bona fide classic. Oh, yeah, it? I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, in modern movies... I know years ago they used to they used to bung out a, a sequel and it didn't really matter as long as it made half the amount of money that the first film made. Take, like, Jaws 2. Yeah, but I like Jaws too. Yeah, but it's not great, is it? That's, that's, yeah, it's still good. It's still a good movie. Yeah, but it's not great, is it? Yeah. No, it's not. I'd give it four stars. Would you? Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a good three. Good no, I'd give it four. I like the second one. Roy Schneider's good in it. Although he was only there like under contractual obligation, he wasn't really happy to be there in Jaws 2. Well, the other, well, 
Revolutions, Matrix uh, Reloaded or Revolutions, one of them. Well, uh, which we should say there was a new Matrix film this year. Neither of us have seen it. No, only coming. Uh, yeah. The, just day after Christmas, was it? Something yeah. Like that? It's something I'm looking forward to going to go and see, I think. I'll I think I'm going out. to be horrendously disappointed by it. Well, these I've are these are predictions. Well, my prediction is disappointment. I yeah. predict that you probably will be disappointed. Well, I'm quite. I feel like you're setting yourself up for disappointment. No, that would be no, that would be going. It's going to be the best film ever. What was your favourite horror film of 2021, Mark? And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a film that came out this year. What horror film? I. It would be good if it did come out this year. But what's your favourite horror film? Oh, yeah, horror film I've seen at the cinema. Sorry, I saw two. I saw uh, Halloween Kills, but we've done that, which you thought was awful. I quite liked it. It sucked balls. Candyman? I didn't see Candyman. So I should have done. Candyman, that's very good. It carries on the mythos quite well. Am I right in thinking it was produced by Jordan Peele? Yes. And directed by some other fella? Yes. But it's one of. But they're doing that thing nowadays where loads of people will think it was directed by Jordan Peele. Yes, it's because got, his to be name. Fair, was... To be fair, it's got his fingerprints all over it. Oh, okay. There's there's a couple of um, death scenes in it that are pretty good. But yeah, it's very good. And that did you? I can't remember the guy's name. Kareem. Uh, no, because I'll I'll mangle his name. Yeah, don't people. ask me. I'm not going anywhere. Near it's it. the guy that played Black Manta in. Oh, okay. Aquaman. Yeah, okay. I was not seeing that. I thought all. That's James Wan, wasn't it? You directed it, yeah. Yeah, which is ironic because he directed probably my favourite horror film of this year. Go on then. Malignant. Is that how you got to say it? Malignant. 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 Right, and uh, just do a quick synopsis of that. Seven people watched that, I reckon. No, loads of people watched it. It was. I think it was a bit of a homage to like Jalo movies, you know, like black gloved killer. There's some real gory. You see a guy get stabbed in the face. Like in long shot, like real, it almost reminds me of a bit of Lucio Fulci. Proper good gore. Stabbed in the face. In at, Stabbed in the face, in long shot as well. It looks good. It's good. Yeah. In the ending, is is bonkers. Does it set itself up for a sequel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, it's one of those things I don't want, you can't, I don't want to spoil it or anything like that, and it's yeah, hard not to. People, but we've got to be spoiler free. We're es- not that. Es- essentially... Have you ever seen The Eyes of Laura Mars? It was written by John Carpenter. He didn't direct it. But it was basically... Uh, I, f- I think it... Does she see through the eyes of a killer? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Is it Is Faye it... Dunaway? It might have been. I might be wrong. I... Faye Dunaway popped into my head, but it often does. I think I remember right But she basically sees through the eyes of a killer as he's committing crimes. And that's kind of the setup in this film. Has that got Tommy Lee Jones in it? Yeah, it has. And I think he turns out to be... Spoiler alert, I think he turns out to be... I think we're allowed to spoil 30-year-old, 30, 30, 40-year-old not. Yeah, it's not really a spoiler if it was made in the 70s. No. So Malignant is a little bit like that. She's seen through the eyes of a killer. Is it her invisible friend from when she was a kid? Right. And okay. then you, there's more to it. Uh, she had an invisible like, friend as a kid. Yeah, but then it turned out it was an invisible friend. Oh, there was more, okay. More so uh, Malignant, hit list or shit list? What are you saying? Is it? Would it be on the hit list or the shit list? This is a new... We, the Beatmax doesn't dungeon... <laughs> that's not how we rate it. I'm, I give it two thumbs up on the Beatmax dungeon rating. Shouting. Sorry. <laughs> we, we just do it out of five. I would give it four. You would give it four. What would you give Suicide Squad? Five. five. What would I give Candyman? Four. Well, right, okay. Okay. Right, should we go to Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. So I say that again so it's not doesn't sound racist? I don't know that it sounded racist. Shang, is it, how do you say it properly? Shang-Chi. 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 And the legend of the Ten, ten rings, ring. Which Marvel rings. do a lot of retconning in it, I think, don't they? Yeah, they brush up a lot of the Mandarin stuff, don't they? Yeah. Which is quite clever... Yeah. Trevor Slattery is it Trevor Slattery, Trevor Slattery I always want to say Tony Slattery yeah. but he was in Whose Line Is It Anyway yeah he's he's the best thing in it I don't think he's the best thing in it I think he is it gets a bit um, the only, my only problem with it is I like that is it Aquafina 
I think she's quite funny. Aquafina. Aquafina. She's quite good. Funny as a, girl. As the she's she's your she's you, isn't she? In the yeah, film. she's like the audience yeah, kind so of substitute. Yeah, she's really good. I think the guy that plays Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi is spot on. Um, the bad guy with a big knife on his arm. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he was the bad guy in uh, Creed Two. Creed 2. Yeah. Yeah, that one passed me by. Oh, dear. I like Creed. Well, Creed 2's all right. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. We'll see it before we put a face. It's the Stallone in that. Is what? It's Stallone in that. Yeah, and Dolph Lundgren. In Creed 2? Yeah. Okay. It's Dolph Lundgren's son versus Creed. They don't kill him off, do they? No, no, no. It's it's uh, it's quite good, actually. It's quite touching. I don't know why I've never... I like Creed. I don't it's know why I've never I, I, I don't know why you haven't watched it. It's, it's pretty good. You'd be amazed at the films I haven't got around to watching. Well, this is why this is, why this is going to be. I've never seen the Downton Abbey movie. Well, why would you? Do you watch the Downton Abbey TV show? No, it's shite. I'd happily put money in the swear jar for that I'll shit. I'll actually say, yeah. it's a load of fucking bollocks. Julian Fellows. Yeah. Feels like a swear Ass. Anyway. Yeah. Is it Julian Fellows? It is. You can't say Julian Fellows is a thing in the swear jar. He didn't swear. It feels like a swear word. (laughs) (laughs) Julian Fellows, stop it. I don't know. Just stop it. Whatever you're doing, stop doing it. What else has he done? Uh, Stuff. I don't know. Down at Abbey is enough. Was he not like upstairs? Not upstairs, Downs. It was was a bit before his time, I think. I think he might have done that. Maybe we're doing Julian Fellows a disservice. How did he get from Creed to. Julian Fellows are quick. Because he wrote... Shang-Chi. Because he wrote down Shang-Chi. I think you know, my only issue with it was the ending, really. It gets a bit fantastical. Yeah. And... But that did keep me gripped a little bit. But then it was like, well, why is, it, why is his dad such an idiot? He thinks his wife's coming back. Well, he'd gone, he'd gone a little bit crazy, yeah. hadn't he? I don't... I don't, he I don't beautif- beautifully shot, mind. I don't want to... You know me, Mark. I would hate to step into controversial territory. But you're going to. No, no. No. I would hate to That's do That's like that. saying, I'm not being racist, but... But I didn't say that. You you said that. No, I'm no, what, saying... what are you going to say? I'm saying that I hate to be controversial. But you're going to be controversial. Come on. I, are you not a little bit concerned that Shang-Chi is pandering to a Chinese market? And I know it's capitalism, and I know they need those dollars. Right, but why is that a problem? Well... Do you not have issues with the Chinese regime? Yeah, the regime, but not the people. No, I don't have a problem with the people. I love the That's people. like saying, well, why are we watching American films? Because Donald Trump's an arse. Well, but in order to... But it's not like they just. It's not like Marvel just made this character up and went, oh, we better make a character up quick. But they've completely changed him. I mean, the, I mean let's be fair, the character, when he came out, was during that whole 70s kung fu exploitation phase mm. you know you had David Carradine was in Kung Fu on the TV yeah. you know Bruce Lee was everywhere people love Bruce Lee yeah in let's be fair Shang-Chi Shang-Chi was just like a Bruce Lee analogue yeah for Marvel so, in the storylines so yeah but what's wrong with having a movie about it why do you think no it's no there's nothing wrong with having a movie about it but why do you think it's pandering because I think that it's just really trying to appeal to a Chinese market, and a lot of the story, yeah, is a to maybe my eyes is a bit. It, I mean, it it's, it goes very hard not to offend anyone. Yeah, but that's that's it's a. It's I know. Disney. I, yeah, I know. It's I know, Disney, I know, I know, mate. I know. They're not going to offend anybody. No, I know, and and that's fine. But. So they, so they've got to they've got to if they're going to do it about a whole culture. I mean, the writers and directors were the, of the right culture. I don't see the problem. Yeah, so what if they want to make a few million quid in, in, in China? I just feel they've like... Ch- they, they've already, they already changed some of the scenes in some of the earlier... Yeah, uh, just to fit the... Just, yeah. just to fit a Chinese market. But it's a massive market. Money. I know it's about money. And they've got to tap into that. And why, Yeah, but what, why have they got to tap into it? Because it's more money. It's a fucking business. It's capitalism. Yeah. This is beautiful coming off the back of the They Live episode, Mark. Yeah, but I'm not fucking part of it, am I? Are you? Uh, Are you one of them blue? I wish I had some of those shades now. Right, I tell you what. If I had, if I was one of those blue fellas from They Lives, I would not be living in this 
dungeon sitting in here with you doing this. You're not shit. living in it. You come well, and visit me. I won't be living in the house. You're not bloody staying here, mate. It's only because I mentioned the leather room and all of a sudden you want to stay. I don't want to stay in your fucking leather room. Swear jar. Whiskey pour. Yeah, hang on. Sean Chi, out of five. Uh, three. Three stars. Yeah. Three stars. Three stars. Let's would, move on. I would give it four, but, you know, who cares about what I think. Anyway. I do. I care what you think, Mike. Right, do you want to talk about... Uh, I'll talk about uh, Venom Carnage now. I've not seen that. Did you see the first Venom? Yeah. What were your thoughts on the first Venom? I thought Tom Hardy was a bit of a mumbler in it. Well, he... Go on. Well, I just, that's generally right, my takeaway. Do you Tom, Tom Hardy without doing Bane? <laughs> do it without doing Bane. I'm not doing Bane because you can't do Tom Hardy. <laughs> well, what would you give the original Venom out of five? Two. Really? Because it was a very dated. It was feeling like, superhero. It was a nineties superhero thing. Yeah. But I think possibly they did that on purpose to make it different because it could have just been another Marvel origin story and it wasn't yeah, I, did. I mean it was entertaining like I say it just seemed very old fashioned really oh it did the first Venom and I I mean I've not seen the second one the second one might be brilliant no I think they went both feet in on the on the humour some of it worked some of it didn't well we're we on about the second one now yeah sorry I didn't say I didn't make uh, it yeah was Woody Harrelson good as Carnage he was exactly how you expect him to be. Okay. He was doing his. He was basically Mickey from that other <laughs> film. Christ, what's it called? <laughs> was he Woody from? No, he Cheers. wasn't Woody from Friends. He was Mickey. He was never in Friends. No, <laughs> he was Woody in Cheers. You might want to guess what? Mickey Knox. Mickey Knox. He was more Mickey Knox than than, than Woody from Cheers. Okay. Okay. Um, completely nonsensical plot. The, the, the it was the actual thing that all those um, Spider Man Two did it the original Spider Man Two he loses his powers okay they they they're a duo they fall apart so Tom Hardy's not got powers for a certain amount of part of time in the film okay. when Venom's out on his own it doesn't make any sense at all right um, I won't spoil it but there's a few bits in it wait I, it feels spoiled already to me. Well, really, I haven't given you. Well, I, you know, I don't want to go and see it now, and I, I don't sure I did anyway. But now I really just, it's, Why? It, well, you've killed it. Oh, I killed it. It just sounds bad. Well, it is bad. How many stars are you? I'd give it three. Really? Yeah. Because off the back of that review, it yeah, sounds terrible. Because it's fun, but it does exactly what it says on the film. Three, three out of five to me is a good genre fit. Does Tom Hardy speak with a clear? pronunciated voice at any point in the movie yes he's a lot clearer okay I think has he got like one of those random like transatlantic accents yeah. where yeah, it's like wh- where is he from he's from the middle of the Atlantic that's where he's from yeah, <laughs> yeah he doesn't do that <laughs> he doesn't do that he does his, he, he does his, he does his let me finish <laughs> Oh, you're a pain in the It'd be brilliant is if they did a modern day remake of the Elephant Man. I mean, to be fair, his voice alone would be to perfect. Be, to be fair, fair. To be fair, his Venom voice because he does the voice of Venom as well. It's not a million miles away from Bane. It's just amped. He does do the Bane voice. Well, not really. It's more of a Venom voice. No, but you're not. That's not any words. I know. I, I don't hear him saying any words. No, Tom Hardy's fighting it. Woody Harrelson's fighting it. There's a few. What I did, I think, must some of it must have been shot over here because there's a um, in a tiny, tiny role. There's one of the doctors from Holby City pops up. No, oh, okay. And Reese Shearsmith pops up in it for like five minutes. No, oh, okay. At the end, who's the who's the best British actor at the moment? Well, that's tricky. Stephen Graham. Who's that lady in the Crown? No, Olivia right. Coleman. Yeah, I mean, I like a male version of her. Okay, Stephen Graham. Oh, that guy. He's great in everything. Has he ever been in anything bad? No, no, he's pretty good. He's and good. He's popping up in Hollywood films, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's Isn't he in, Al Capone, and he was Al Capone in. Uh, the, was he Babyface? Babyface Nielsen. No, he was Al Capone in um, the Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, I think he's been Babyface Nielsen as well, and he. What was he in that? What was it, what was that in? Um. Was that Dillinger? 
Yeah, with yeah, I think with he John, was with, with John Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Depp, like he's my mate next. Where you say, where you going? I, oh, I, I, want, John I, want, I want want to be close friends with him. You saw these like per, male perfume adverts that Johnny Depp is doing, where he's essentially going out into the desert and digging, and a, hole. digging a hole. Like he's perfume. digging up his past. He's buried, you know what I mean? he's buried his past, isn't he? Yeah, either way, it's pretty sinister. What the fuck is he what's doing this, in the desert? Yeah, Sorry, it's, I was swear. It's, it's a metaphor. It's I don't like to think of Johnny Depp in the desert with a shovel digging holes. It's a metaphor. For what? For bit what? <laughs> Burying his past. I don't know. I don't direct this it's shit. They're creepy. Would you wear that parfum? Yeah, probably. Really? Probably what's it called? Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage. <laughs> It smells like Greg's. <laughs> Imagine like, that. Johnny Depp. Sausage. Smells, he smells like a, he smells <laughs> yeah, like a pasty. Sausage. Uh, <laughs> I've just got to get out of here. Sausage. Uh, and then he drives out to the desert. Ha- he just hands you a Greg's Demi. Do you know what a Greg's Demi is? No. It's a sausage roll you give to your kids to shut them up when they're in the front. <laughs> <laughs> here, have a Greg's Demi. They, I, I, sausage. I'm not sure that a Greg sausage roll yeah. is that amazing. Well, no, of course it isn't. Yeah, he's, it's he's, not, is he's, it? He's not advertising for People them. go crazy about those things. I've never seen anyone go crazy about a I Greg sausage roll. I have seen... When you, I, when you say go crazy, give me an example. I, I, okay, I was in the queue at Greg's the other day. Right? Yeah, queuing for a what? For a sausage roll. Yeah, right? how many run, people were in a queue? They'd run out. There yeah. are about five people in the queue. Right. right? But They've still, run out. Yeah. So in the queue, I was thinking, oh, they're out of sausage rolls. I'll substitute it. I'll have something else. I'll have like a pasty or something. See, but, see the sausage roll is always my substitute. I always go in for a steak bake, mate. Well, that, that, I think that may have... I don't think I had a steak bake, but I went for an alternative. I, you know, you, if they ain't got what you want, you just pick another well, meaty pastry item. We go for a sausage roll, second. That's what was my go-to. Well, that well that was my first, and I didn't have any. I think it's weird you going in for one of them first. Well, what, well, while I was in the queue, yeah, and I was working out what I was going to order. Yeah, a chap, he he literally come running in. He had beads of sweat on his forehead. Yeah, he came running in, shouted from the back of the queue, "Have you got any sausage rolls yet?" Yeah, and the lady said, "Oh, it'll be about ten minutes." And he went, right, come back. Yeah, because And kid, he ran, ran, ran off again. Yeah, because his kid was probably crying down the street and he wanted to keep him quiet. <laughs> so he needed a, he needed a Greg's Demi. They're, uh, yeah, I mean, they're tasty, but I don't know that I'm there a big sausage other, roll man anyway. I don't, I, I don't know why we're talking about fucking sausage rolls. That's a swear, man. <sighs> but why are we talking about... I ne- I've never seen anyone get excited for a Greg's sausage roll. We need to get sponsorship from them. We've said Greg's sausage roll far, Stop too, saying many, it. far too many times. Anyway, Venom. Sponsored by Greg. <laughs> Betamax Dungeon. I'm not sure that Greg's would want to be in any way associated with my dungeon, Mark. Not the, especially not the leather room. Well. And the black stuff that gets in your throat. The stuff that poofed out into my face. Yeah. It was like a misty All the black... murder devices. And the stinky boats. The boat, the stinky the, boat. The boats were the worst, s- The dungeon sniffer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, let's move on from Venom Carnage, because it's... it's does okay. exactly what it says on the tin. I think it's a good drama movie. It's a strong three out of five for me. Okay, we'll now go on to another film that I, Jamie's seen that I haven't. What was the name of that film, Jamie? Uh, well, yeah. another film I mentioned in our Betamax Dungeon review of the year is uh, uh, Nobody with uh, Bob... Od- how do you say it? Odenkirk? Odenkirk. Odenkirk? Yeah. He's brilliant. I've never, I've never seen uh, Better Call Saul. I, I loved um, Breaking Bad. Have you not seen Better Call Saul? No. I think I might have to have a binge on that because I, I, I think I overdosed on Breaking Bad uh, because I think I watched it, then I watched it again, then I got halfway through watching it a third time and couldn't sleep, and then Better Call Saul came out, and I thought it's just I don't want to get caught in that cycle again. What the cycle of the cycle of keep watching. So have stuff. you not have you not watched any? I've probably either. watched one episode. Yeah, I. How many series have they done? Big five, now. Five or six. I might be wrong. This is entirely a preconception that I've had. In you know, I like I said, I may be wrong. I'm literally just going from how my mind works. But 
I love Breaking Bad. And Breaking Bad seemed like completely uh, contained. It had like a begin, it had a beginning, a minute, a middle, in an end. Yeah. And from the very first episode to that end, you feel that the writer knew what he was doing. He knew where he was going. He knew the story he wanted to tell. Yeah. It all fitted together. Better Call Saul. It may very well be as well written, but in my mind, it just seems like a little bit of a. They're spinning it off. Yeah. And well, they may be freewheeling to, it a little I bit. I don't think they would have got to five seasons if they were <laughs> freewheeling it and it was terrible. Have you ever seen Lost? Yeah. They were completely freewheeling the shit out of that. Swear, sorry. Yeah, they, but they had no idea where they were going. No, they had no idea. The, the amount of... Um, it still rankles to the day, to this day. Oh, it makes my blood boil. That whole Lost thing makes me angry. I mean, that was back when they were doing 24 episodes a season as well. That, I mean, just, that was, I mean, the amount of filler episodes and that that didn't mean anything. Didn't it, didn't it essentially just feel like, at the end of it, you felt like they were slapping the audience around the face? Well, I just thought just, they, they left so many carrots dangling. Yeah. They just didn't know what to do. Why were the polar bears on the island again? I can't remember. And weren't they in limbo? Oh, they're in limbo, so anything goes. You know, it's limbo. Yeah, but that, that was just a get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, yeah, but that's that what I mean, one. Like, uh, to seemed, face slap. That I seemed felt like, like the my ending. face was slapped. That seemed like the ending they put out if they got cancelled. They should have been cancelled because they had no idea five, where six, the bloody hell they were going. Five or six? It was more than that. over 100 episodes of that? Oh, yeah. Terrible. I mean, the first episode, brilliant. The first series was brilliant. <sighs> but the first series was. Yeah, but it was all set up. It was all set up. And you yeah, and set up is great. And yeah, but by the third season, you were like, this isn't going anywhere. They don't know what they're doing. Set up is easy, isn't it? Well, set up is easy. Yeah, but how many award-winning TV set up, you Mark, set up is easy. Is you it? Know, yeah. Someone's inherited a dungeon. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. There's, there's stuff <laughs> in got, the dungeon. It's we, all set up, Mark. That is easy. Is but it, when you get to the bit where it pays off, what yeah. does it mean? That's when you actually have to put your brain in gear. Have we got an emergency episode where we we can put out in case this thing gets cancelled? We get taken off the internet. <laughs> oh, I've just kicked the money jar over. Uh, just kick the fucking swear jar over. Well, put put on. one in while you're at it. Yeah. We have to give some money to charity. Nobody. Yeah. Great fights. It's got to be more than just fights, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot to it, but it has got a real. It's probably got the best fight scene of the year in my mind. Is that a better fight scene on the bus? Yeah, Is better the than the Shang Chi one. Shang Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Better than that. Yeah, way better. Um, more visceral, more violent. Yeah, and it kind of um, the way it plays out, like the you. I don't want to spoil it again, but like your hero is a little bit rusty. He's a little bit out of practice. Right. Was he ex? What is he? An ex spy or ex special force? I don't want to give that away. You need well, to you give us a the brief outline. Well, he's not all that he seems. He was trying. He's trying to live a quiet, normal suburban life. Like Viggo Mortensen in that film. Yeah, a history of violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if only we'd watch one of them. Anyway. Yeah. All right, I didn't watch it. No, no, sorry, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no, sorry, it? yeah, yeah. Nobody, great fight scenes. It's a good story. Christopher Lloyd is in it. Christopher Lloyd is always worth watching. He's getting on a little bit now. Now I saw, I started watching a film with Christopher Lloyd in, and I can't remember, but he murders somebody out on some ice. That's the only thing that sticks in my head. He murders someone. He murders some. He's. He, I think it turns out he's an alien, but I can't remember the name of the film. Oh, not uh, Buckaroo Banzai. No, 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 no. This is way recent. It's in the last couple of years. Oh, okay. My name is a murderer. My oh. really? What? It's got the kid that was in the that played the guy in the bunny suit in uh, where the wild things are. Do you know uh, the, what? what? Do you know the book? Yeah, the wild, I do. Yeah, yeah of course they I made do. that into a film with James. Let Dick the wild rumpus start. Yeah, they made that into a film with James Gandolfini doing the voice of the, the, one oh, of the okay. monsters. And the young Mac, young Mac Shrek, I think his name is. Max Shrek? No, it's not Max Shrek. He's from I was going to say, that was, that was the Nosferatu guy. Ah. Uh, no, Max, hang on. God, no. Max Shrek. 
Who's the guy in Batman Returns? It is Max Shrek. It is Max Shrek, isn't but it? But isn't that the guy in Nosferatu? I need to do some Googling. I'm lost here. Right. Max Shrek was not the person I was thinking of. Max Shrek is Nosferatu and it is Christopher Walken. Do his character. Sp- in, his character in Batman yeah. Returns. Do your quick Christopher Walken impression. Uh, uh, no. 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 you got to give that... No. Some context. You can't just go, no. No. Put your hands up. No. Phenomenal. <laughs> Not phenomenal. I can't do it. That sounded more like Phenomenal. Trump. I can't, no. 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 I can't do it. My voice is, uh, it, my voice is still recovering, Mark. My golden, magical voice of a thousand voices. Mine would be. Is still recovering. My Christopher Walken would be. Hey there, little man. Sure heard a bunch about you. That literally sounded nothing, nothing like, like it. <laughs> what? Were you even quoting a... Yeah, it's in from Pulp Fiction, when he's meeting Bruce Willis when he's a kid. Oh, OK. Hey up, there. Up his, up his ass. Up, up his, his ass. ass. He, hit the, he hit this watch. Up his ass. Up his... He died. Terry. Up his ass. Up his ass. His watch. No, up his no, ass. No, no. He no, died. No. Dysentery. Anyway, that was... Anyway, right. No. Final review for nobody, because that's what we were talking about. Uh, right? Four stars. Four stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the RZA turns up in it as well. At the end, it goes It goes mental. There's a good shootout. It's good action. The RZA, Christopher Lloyd, Bob Odenkirk. It's good. Four stars. Right, yeah, you're like gonna it. do. We're gonna go in a minute, but we're, you're gonna. You want to do a video game that you've enjoyed this year? Uh, yeah, uh, video games this year. I particularly enjoyed uh, Resident Evil Village. Are you familiar with the Resident I am, Evil? I am familiar with Resident Evil. I understand. Which is your favourite Resident Evil game, Mark? Uh, that'll be the first one. Really? Yeah. And what did you particularly like about I liked that it one? Because it was on the PS One. Okay. And I liked it because I could understand what the flipping flip was going on. Okay. Uh, it's the only one I've played. But by today's standards, the controls back then on the PS1 for Resident Evil... Basic. Well, they were like tank controls, weren't it? It was like push up to go forward. And yeah. it didn't matter. Each room you went into was from a different angle. But pushing up would still make your character move forward. Yeah. So you, you might enter a room and you might be looking at your character... And you'd yeah. still need to push up. Yeah. You might enter another room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd be look you'd be looking off at another obtuse angle. You'd still need to push up to move. By today's standards, yeah, those controls. Yeah, that was mental. Yeah. But I could handle that. I mean, what are the games like now? But I think you could I think you could handle them now. I think you just Is it need like to a give first person shooter now. The yeah, the yeah. Seven seven and eight went to First person, first person. What's third person? What, that's when you're behind them. Yeah, third person is when you oversee your character. So you're behind your character. I prefer that for, yeah. the, for the Resident Evil games. Yeah. Um, but for seven and eight, they went to first person. I didn't really go... Seven, seven was okay, but it didn't really feel like Resident Evil. Eight, part eight, village... Felt more like Resident Evil. Yeah, it was a good, fun game. It's all still old-fashioned by today. There's no online. You could probably go online, but I didn't play it online. Just the, the story campaign alone it was it was good. So that's your that's your uh, video game of the year. I, I've also uh, only recently got Metroid Dread for the Switch, and that's awesome. And that's like real old-fashioned two D platforming. Oh, oh lovely. Shoot them up. Have you ever played a Metroid game? Yeah, that sounds more my style, really. Oh, it's really good. T- 2D. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a lot of fun. None of this up and down, stuck in a corner business. But it's um, it's very mu- it's still very much a game of today. Like the backgrounds, in the effects, in the stuff that happens within the game, just look really, really good. Looks very good, and the gameplay's loads of fun. Oh, yeah. brilliant. I'll do a quick Metroid. Metroid there. Metroid. Four out of five stars. Is that strong four out of five? Five. I've not finished it yet, but oh, I would right. say five. Five for both. I like Village. Resident oh. Evil Village. I'll do a quick book review. Okay. Did it come out this year? Yes, it did come oh, out. Okay. Right. It's an autobiography. Okay. By 
Britain's probably remaining only national treasure, would you say? I, there are still some national treasures about... Well, if I said Bob Mortimer, would you say he was a national treasure? Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, if, yeah, okay. I mean, you would. Ever since he popped up on Would I Lie to You? It, I, if, I will go along with that if you want to think of him as a national well, treasure. The last time Bob Mortimer trended on Twitter, which I know you don't have any cake in. Twitter. Yeah. You're aware there is this thing you can have on your phone called Twitter. and it's, And it's social media. Yeah. And when so many hundreds of thousands of people hashtag a certain name, that's when it starts trending. Okay. So you can go to Twitter. This sounds like I'm explaining it to a fucking moron. Mansplaining it. Oh, God. Right. I opened up Twitter one day. Yeah. Bob Mortimer was trending. Okay. The, the only reason things trend, uh, trend on Twitter is if they've died. Right. Or... They've done something horrific. Right. So I've liked Bob Moore for, for years. Okay. Why was he twen? Why was he twending? Twending. <laughs> he was. Tw- I was I trying to say Twitter and trending yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Came out as twending. Why you saying? Like a, a whole new word. We, why was he twending? Well, it's sound like a couple of granddads that have just found a phone in the corner and started pressing buttons. Anyway, like the chimps in two thousand one. <laughs> Chucking a rock up in the air. I anyway, often see myself as. Anyway, that. I clicked on it. The only reason he was trending was because he was on an episode that night of Would I Lie to You? Oh, okay. People were that excited for Bob Mortimer being on the telly. He trended. Crazy. Anyway, I read his autobiography and it's very good. Okay. Some of it's very. As all biographies are, they're a little bit sad at some points. Yeah. And you, you see the birth of, from his point of view, of how he got involved with Vic Reeves in a pub upstairs in London in the late 80s and how everything blossomed from there and how he's felt like a bit of a passenger sometimes because it's, he's just <laughs> sat there being himself, basically. And it's, yeah. But it's a really good, I recommend it. That's a good five out of five on there. Good, this, this week's book I've, club. Um, I've enjoyed Reeves and Mortimer throughout my life. I, yeah, I won't deny it. He, uh, yeah, he's a, I'm, I'm maybe not as big a fan, but I do like Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer. They're yeah, funny. Very funny. Anyway, um, should we wrap this up now? Cause, yeah. Uh, I'm starting to leave long gaps in my words. That is, yeah, you're leaving. That was the, um, that was a long sentence there, Mark. That, so what can viewers look forward to in the new year, Mark? Let's do like a teaser for the future of Peter Max Dungeon. Well, it's going to be all delving around in this cold, dirty... More torture. More torture. More sniffing around to see what's going on. You'll no, be... no sniff. More, no sniffing. More Betamax tapes. Okay. Have we got any movies that we're supposed to be watching? Yes. Video Joe, we were supposed to do this week's... I think we're going to do video... Is that going to be the next Yeah, episode? yeah, we'll do video Joe next. And I think we'll nail it, because I've already got, like, a You've couple already of pages got, yeah, of notes. pages of notes, so it's looks like honestly listeners it looks and like I'll, I'll watch it again psychopath. I'll have watched it yes like, now you'll have another five pages twice. of that nonsense that you've just scribbled on that piece twice. of paper it's not nonsense Marcus Gold it's it? movie insight that if it weren't for us two banjo twangling hillbilly idiots banjo a, twangling there's a lot of banjo twangling that goes on is there do you ever listen to our like theme music yeah it's, ban- it's toe-tapping, banjo-twangling bullshit, Mark. Sorry, that was a swear word. Anyway, there's going to be lots of uh, delving in the dungeon, watching ropey old films. What films are you looking forward to in the new year? Well, Videodrome is an old film. I was just in the yeah. new year. What are you looking for? There's a new, new screen. There's a new screen film out in January. There's a new screen film out in January, so we might do a retrospective of those. There's a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre film coming out. Is that on? I think that's on Netflix. Yes, or any other. Yeah, one of those streaming yeah, channel that we're not going to advertise for free on, yeah. our, on to our ten listeners. But um, Morbius, Morbius is out this year. Jared Leto. Mm. He's a handsome man, Mark. He's a little, yes, he's a very handsome man. Um, he looks the Dark Knight. Like he looks no, like not the Dark Knight. The Batman. Oh, the Batman. The Batman. Yeah, the Batman yeah. is out this year. They're running out of names for the Batman films now. They're just adding the the Batman. Yeah, they've done all the Dark Knight stuff, and he looks badass. So he does look badass. I'm quite looking forward to it, actually. She, she I, looks like she could be my favourite Catwoman. 
<sighs> Was it Zoe Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz, yeah. She's in the Black Opium advert. Is that a perfume one? Yeah, Parfum. She's not burying Johnny Depp in a desert, right? Oh, she might be. <laughs> she, no, she's just showing off her cheekbones. She's got the most amazing cheekbones. Oh, well. Anyway, that's what you've got in store for next year. More absolute long shit and drivel. Uh, it's all, honestly, this is awful sometimes. But what we're going to do is uh, give more of it for a whole year. So here's to the next 52 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah night, listeners, Mark, my... <laughs> you, you gotta do it better than that right that's been an episode of the oh. yeah thanks for listening everybody bye bye Mark bye listeners right. happy new year everybody thanks everybody for listening because this is shit now goodbye Jamie and Fortune's Beat Max Dungeon